you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where we talk about faith, family, Christianity, poetry, the things that pop into our heads, and whatever else goes on today. My name is Dave. Uh, uh, forgive me. I was I was thinking of some uh, something I wanted to say after I introduced myself, and I just got tongue-tied. Forgive me, folks. That's My name okay. is Tim. <laughs> you know, and, at least we got the names yes, right. Yes, we did this time, it. yes. And, and But what I was thinking, what got me tongue-tied and uh, was that uh, I was thinking when you were talking about what, what we are about, what we talk about, and you talk about, you know, we talk about faith and poetry, the thing that came to mind was, oh, you know what that is. You know what that means from that first uh, the owner of the bookstore of the first uh, book sign I'm going to have when I talk to him on the phone about well, what do you, what what's your book about? What's Christian poetry? Oh, you know what that's going to be like. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, uh, I hope you're in a better better mood and hopefully you're uh, more open to poetry today. Than <laughs> See, yeah, it's, it's funny. Poetry it's, can it's, have that. But I, it can have that negative connotation, can it? Well, you know, it's it's not uh, it's it's not like reading a. Uh, it poetry is a is an acquired taste. Yes, it is an acquired taste. So. Yeah, but if you hear it enough. Yeah, I mean, you can learn. Well, again, you can learn to like it, and there's people who yeah. don't want to listen. That's fine. That's. They don't know what they're missing, but that's that's them. right. So, anyway, let's let's move yeah. on. Uh, let's get positive, and uh, forgive me for that thought entering my mind. Uh, all right. Dave does I sometimes do mention the things that will be things that will pop into our mind, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, but what are we talking about today, Tim? Today we are going to talk about love, God's love in our love. And we're going to um, reading poems for for a podcast um, came to mind after I had written down um, part of a chapter thirteen of First Corinthians, um, and I'm going to read part. Of, I'm going to read uh, here before we read the poetry what what that is about. And uh, I and I've been wanting to write uh, to do a podcast about. The last verse in chapter 13, which is about love. So uh, I went through the books. I went through the books uh, the other day, and I found six poems in the three books that title, the title is, has love in it. And I thought, okay, after I'd been praying about it too, and I I try not to do this on my own. <laughs> and uh, that's where that's where I ended up. So um, I was going to do this briefly about chapter 13 and tell you what Paul was talking about before he got to this, but I'm going to read the whole chapter, which is not a long chapter. Okay. Okay. Sure. And we'll start here. I'll get closer to the microphone so that you can hear me. That's always nice. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have a gift, the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long, and it is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. It is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in inequity, but rejoices in the truth. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, but where there are prophecies, I'm sorry. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. 
Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when, when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And this is the last, this is verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of, the greatest of these, but the greatest of these is love. And uh, <clears throat> love encompasses all that God is, as far as I, you know, everything. But love, right? Love over love overcomes everything. So, okay. uh, forgive me if that was long, and uh, <laughs> but longer than I thought. But I, I thought it, I, I thought it better to uh, read it, so that you could. Uh, hear everything that Paul had said then me try to explain it and lose some of the meaning to it so well maybe that will this will help when and help us understand a little better where you're we're okay, at yeah. with this. so let's yeah. get started then okay sure, sure. Uh, the first one is uh, from God's rhyme and it's found on page 13 it is called love love is a song of not just how long I have loved you but of your forgiveness through all I have done wrong you are love, and how I love you, my Lord, my Savior. You, Jesus, are love I can see. Love is the warm sun before each day is done, that feeling inside that is hard to hide when walking with the sun. You are love, and how I love you, my Lord, my Savior, Jesus. You, Jesus, are love I can feel. Loved, Jesus is you, and all I can do, I know is give each day I live, to those who need you too. You are love and how I love you, my Lord, my Savior, you Jesus, our love I can be. That's good. I don't have That's... anything else to say about that one. <laughs> I don't either, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but it's good when I like it. You know, it's... No, really, yeah, it's just, you know, when we, when we accept Jesus' love and we start to share it, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a special feeling, and uh, it can overtake our lives, and that's what I think we hope it, that's what uh, my hope is, is that it overtakes my life. Right. You know? well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now it makes a whole lot more sense right now. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so how about the next one? Okay, the next one is also from God's Rhyme, and it is found on page 25. And what I'm finding, what I find, and I have for years found this very interesting, God's rhyme, the first part of it, as we, I, I've talked about before, was written back in the late 1970s, early 1980s. Okay, when I really first came to understand who Jesus was. And when I look back, uh, I'm just amazed at that time what the, the emotions and the feelings and the understanding I had at the time. And then I took that very long hmm. sabbatical, which <laughs> there was some good that came out of it. And the good that I think the best good that came out of it, the goodest good was that I came back. Well, exactly. Yeah. The goodest good. The goodest <laughs> See, good. now you're starting to talk like me. Okay. <laughs> the goodest well, good. Well, I like that. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> considering, what you uh, said, yeah. considering what you said before the podcast started, uh, no, I'll... Uh, I'll just keep it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep yeah. this up myself. Okay. This one is called Blessed is Love. Or Blessed is Love. It depends on how I pronounce it in the poetry, depending on the stanza. Mm -hmm. Blessed are they who love the Lord thy God, for they shall love one another and those around them. We are commanded to love God our Father with all our heart and all our soul, and after to love thy neighbor as we would love ourselves who are created in the image of our creator. Love with all our hearts and all our souls as he did who saved our souls on Calvary's hill. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one and the same for eternity. 
Likewise, the Ten Commandments, Jesus said, are one. Love one another as I have loved you. The love that God commands is the love he has given. Blessed are we who, accepted, who accept his love, for we can return the blessing. Blessed are they who love the Lord, for they like God are love, and love like God goes on forever. I'm, re I'm, I'm looking at the last one, the last stanza, and it's... I don't want to say I'm confused, if that's not the right word, but blessed are they who love the Lord, for they, like God, are love, and love, like God, goes on forever. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Well, I don't know why I'm having an issue with that. I, I don't have an. It's not an issue. It's like understanding. Okay. That, well, I think it's my here's my thought then. Blessed yeah. are those who, when we love the Lord, we become more. We acquire what that love that God has. I mean, we can't go out and share the gospel. We can't go out and help others as a true believer in God. Once we have that, uh, I believe, without his love. I mean, we can go, okay, we can go out and do those things, but they're so much more meaningful. And uh, uh, I don't know the word I want there either, but we become, we start to be filled with God's love. We're not perfect. We won't be perfect on this earth, but we were, we start to begin to be filled with God's love. And so we become that love. We share that love. The love that we share to, for others and with others is that love that we've received from God. And that's why I say, so who love the Lord for they, like God, are love. Well, we're love. You know, if we're a, a true believer, we're love. And love like God goes on forever. And okay. God's love will go on forever, and uh, as believers, we will go on forever because of God. Maybe love. I was having, I think maybe my my misunderstanding was the last sentence, love like God goes on forever. Now it makes sense after what you just okay. said there, because God loves God's love will go on forever. Now I understand. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. You ever have one of those? Yeah, I have poetry. Poetry moments. It's, I call it a poetry moment. We're going. I don't understand uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ought to try writing one and have that moment. <laughs> oh, I, I can only I can only imagine how fun that's got to oh, be. Oh, I think that. What I think you just you said a word that's coming up in a poem. Okay. Yes, you are. Uh huh. I didn't reread this either, folks. Yeah. I'm reading. I'm getting this as you okay. are. Okay. The next one is uh, the last one we'll read from God's Rhyme. It's the last one in God's Rhyme that has love in the po title. And uh, I believe we've read this in a previous podcast, but because it has the, it goes with our theme for today, we're going to read it again. It's called sounds good. Your Love. Okay. Your love fills my heart at day's new start. Your love so fills me, I give thanks to thee. Your love fills my life with children and a loving wife. You loved me before I ever loved you. You love me still in spite of what I do. You love me, and because you do, I try more to deserve you. Your love shows me right. In darkness, you are light. Your love, as only it can, is so perfect more than man. Your love always reaches my needs. I love you, Jesus. And in reading this thing before the podcast, I have one thing that... I don't know how to correct in that poem. What's that? You love me, and because you do, I try more to deserve you. I can never do enough to deserve God. He has offered me his grace, and through my faith I have accepted that. I think, I, and what I'm trying, what I was trying to say, but you, I get into this whole poetic structure thing, uh, mm -hmm. try more to deserve you. I think it, I, if I ever republish this book, I'm going to change that. Try more to be like to follow you or to whatever. Do your will. Mm. <laughs> because uh, I can try my hardest to try to deserve God. He's already, he's already when I've accepted Jesus, He's already 
I've been made righteous in his sight. There's nothing else I can do. I've right. done it. So I just, if someone's right. reading, looking at, listening to this or, or reading this in the, in the podcast notes, uh, I just want to explain that in the last, uh, how many years of that, the 80, uh, yeah, 40 some years that, that whole, uh, thought has, has, uh, grown and developed into, uh, what I believe to be a more proper understanding of what I was trying to say. Okay. Okay. That makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've got other words that I thought of, but I don't, it, it would change the meaning of something and I don't want to ever do that. So anyways, but that, that says a lot. Um, That's when poetry was if I go into it now, if I go into it now, I, it, it's, I, I'm going to overcomplicate myself and, and I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't either I want you to do that because I'm afraid yeah. of what I'll see on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And unfortunately, folks, I'm the one that has the record button. Tim doesn't. So if something happens, we're going to keep going. That's right. Yeah. We've lost you a couple yeah. times and we've kept going. That's right. We've got to keep on doing yeah. that. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, this next one is one that, uh, as again, I was preparing in, in going through these poems, uh, I thought about not reading today, but it has love in the in the title. And uh, it's a little long, so I think we'll take a few, I'll read some, we'll take a break and I continue reading. But uh, okay. this one means a lot to me. And it's found, it's in God Still Rhymes. And it is called, of all things, love. Love, I can't help but cry, no matter how I try, as I wonder why he was the one to die. To endure the pain that he may reign, his love to give that I might live. At the cross, my life's lost, now forever lost, as he paid the cost. There is a song about being before God in heaven, I can only imagine. Well, his sacrifice for the sin of my life, that I can never imagine. The praying in the garden, the emotional turmoil, the fears of man, then as the Son of God praying to the Father, not my will, but yours. And that still gives me chills. Yeah. Not my will, but yours, Father. Man and deity, knowing the end, he endured the brutality of a Roman flogging. The braided whip laced with metal balls, tearing through the skin from shoulders to legs, exposing muscle, sinew, and veins, the human blood loss on the way to the cross. Weakened beyond thought and words, falling as we should too, a man named Simon took up Jesus' cross. Nails driven through his wrists and feet, with excruciating pain, nerves were severed severed that I might be delivered from the pain that is rightly mine. Each and every intake of breath and agonizing feet to be repeated over and again as he did exhale. His human heart thirsting for blood, blood that was no longer there, having been left on the trail, causing the heart of this man to fail. The heart of God stopped because of me a sacrifice that I might be forgiven for the life I have been living. His last words, forgive them, Father, because he loves me. Um, wow. I, will, um, I, have, a, Think about I have a reflection on this, and maybe we can talk about it for a minute. Yeah. My, my daughter, Emily, uh, had showed me a book uh, when I was at her house a, a before I had written this. It was uh, called The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. And uh, she had me read the chapter on the crucifixion. And I, I want to tell you that it had a profound effect on how I viewed the crucifixion. Uh, and I knew I wanted to write a poem about it. Uh, and she let me the book to read. And then I, I prayed about what to write. And this is what uh, came to me. 
and uh, after praying God I, gave me led me through the words and there was something else that I never experienced in writing before I had tears in my eyes really I was moved to tears when I was done writing this and I when I uh, Every time I think about Jesus dying for my sins, and I, I think of what he went through, the suffering he did for me, the beating, the, the flogging, the, the, everything that was done to him and that, that happened to his body, is something that should have happened to me. Mm -hmm. He did it for me. I, don't, I can't think of a greater love than that, to die for another. Yeah, what a sacrifice. And that is, yes. When I, after reading this, I, I truly, before that, his crucifixion and, and, and his sacrificial death for the forgiveness of sins of man was very meaningful for me. But when mm -hmm. I look at what he went through, what the suffering he went through, uh, there's, I am just, um, not only amazed, but I am humbled, truly humbled that he would do that for us, for me. Yeah, think about it. He was doing that for people of generations and generations yes. to come. Absolutely. And he, he would never, ever physically know. Yeah. That's, yeah. He, <laughs> he was more than just a great, a, a, a great, person he was I don't know what the words oh he's perfect didn't didn't sin when you look at, uh, at the life he lived and I, I'm yeah. sure you know we can read in the Bible about what you know what the the book that the Gospels tell us about him and uh, mm -hmm. but I'm sure there's you know there's in those years those last three years of his life there's so much more that could be written about what he did the miracles the the love he shared, the uh, healing that he performed, uh, mm -hmm. and the temptations he must have been faced with, that he just was able to quote a Bible, uh, you know, from the Old Testament, that you should not tempt thy God, and whatever else it was, and mm -hmm. go on. But, uh, yeah, and I'm, see, there was a song, and I don't remember the, name of it right now but it talks about the the one of the lyrics is uh about jesus being my my being my example to follow and okay. i have, for a while i thought uh i'm not perfect how am i going to do that but as my faith is growing i i've come to believe that that's really what when i pray and ask for Jesus to lead me through my day and when I ask God to take my hand I want I want to follow that example that Jesus set for us set for me no I'm I'm gonna mess up I'm gonna I'm gonna fail at times but mm -hmm. if I don't try one day my failures will outweigh the good things I've done and I have Yes, I am saved, I'm born again, but I want to be able to live to the fullest that I can as a Christian with Jesus in my life, in my heart. So right. he is my example, and uh, that's what I want to follow. I, I have a lot way, I have a long way to go, uh, folks, I'm, I, I do. Uh, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to, to have done some of these things. And I don't want to do them to, so I can come on a podcast. Oh, I did this, this, and this this week, you know. But no, I just want to do it so that I know that I've done something pleasing for God, to God. And, yeah. and, and in knowing also, not just because it'll not only help <clears throat> the person that maybe I've helped or been with, but it'll help me in my faith be more comfortable in that sharing. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, that was that one. That was a good. Uh, one. So, yeah, thank you. That that one makes you. Yeah, I can see why it brought you to tears. And listening to it, I there's a couple times I choked up enough mm -hmm. to if I let it go, I could have. It could have been mm -hmm. there. But yeah, those are very powerful words you've written. Thank there. you. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't have written them without God's help. Well, he obviously knew you needed to get that out <laughs> and when to have it come yeah. out, right? Oh, he knows. He knows. And he blesses me when and I just uh, pray that I would be open to it more often. That's that's another yeah. podcast. Let's go on here. Let's talk about love. Okay. Continue. That sounds good. This is also these next two are from uh, Living in God's Rhyme. And the first one is found on page 41. And it is titled, The Love God Gives. On his head, thorns for a crown, the thorns of my transgression. Because he loved me, I bow down and profess him, and profess to him my confession. Because he loved me, I bow down and profess to him my confession. And all, an all-knowing God who created all we know, knowing the good and bad seeds we would sow, still breathed into each one of us life, knowing that one day, knowing that he one day would pay the price. I wonder as I write these stanzas of words, why if he knew we would become a herd of wandering sheep, his word he still keeps. Though he knew our sin, our wandering ways, his love never wanders, the same it stays. Yes, he is a just God who will punish the unrepentant who refuse to believe. But his love is always there when we are ready to share, to share in his reign that removes our shame. He is a just God, a righteous God. He is a God of love. He is a God of glory. The holy love of God forgives. It gives hope and blessing, joy in our sadness. It lifts us up as we share the cup, the blood of his covenant with the lost remnant. From us, he deserves our constant praise as he preserves our living days. And sometimes I wonder why he gave us free will, knowing that we would wander, knowing he would love us still. His ways are not our ways. Thankfully, we should pray a prayer of thanksgiving that with him we are living. Knowing all who would hear his call, he prepared for those who believe that he alone is, a, is holy in glory. Knowing all who would hear his call, he prepared for those who believe that he is alone, that he alone is holy in glory. A promise at the end of the story. It is a story of his love, the pain of his love, the magnitude of his love, the forgiveness of his love, and the hope of his love. He sent Jesus to deliver the message, to pay the price, to make us right to show the way to open the door that we may forever live in his sight. Thank you, Lord, for your love for me, your love for my neighbor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for eternity. Wow. No emotion there, huh? No, I just, again, I, <laughs> I just, we were talking a little bit about Everything God is is love. Everything you know, His His grace is love. Shows His love. Uh, mm -hmm. His um, when we sin, or His His justice. When He when He uh, you go through the Old Test to Old Testament. Everything He did was was out of love. He was a lo He's a loving Father. He will reprimand and uh, chastise those who need it in hopes that it will bring them to to better understanding of him. Uh, but, mm -hmm. you know, I just, uh, lately when I think of God, it's just, it's all love. It's all, everything he is, everything he does is love. And it's uh, for our benefit. Yeah. And that's just me lately. No, it's got to be me tomorrow. 
Well, that's good. I would prefer that than something else, right? <laughs> I would too. <laughs> Believe me, I would too. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, I've seen that other guy. Yeah. I haven't seen him in the mirror lately. Thank goodness. Well, yeah, maybe occasionally. Yeah, but you know what? It's a good thing. Yeah. That you don't. Nope, this guy's better. <laughs> no. <laughs> so much so. Yep. Well, oh my the last one uh, is uh, very personal. Uh, but uh, I, uh, again, it has love in the title, and I had to use it. I had to read it. So here we go. You ready? I've been looking forward to this one. All right. This is found in Living in God's Rhyme on page 119. It's called For Those He Loves. There are words of our feelings and words of our healing. There are arms that embrace as life threads we lace. For him, his life was more than touched. It was ravaged by cancer, an ugly, uncaring disease for those it reaches out and touches. But somehow, through all the pain, when all around the skies just rain, though not knowing the future, there always was hope in love. It was in a book about a young boy who was born inside out, the story told of his growing from toys of childhood to the toys of his children. There is love in a poem on a brown paper bag. There is love in the air that made him aware that with this girl he could not let time, he could not let time drag. The love she gave him was all he wanted to share. There are children, not one but five, so every day he knew that he was alive. Family, all the love they would give each and every day he did live. The story continued through the love of sadness. When life gave those who were there at his birth, when it was their lives that were turned inside out, when happiness and hope appeared much less. First one, then the other, married for so many years, they suffered together as, other watched, as others watched through tears. Surgery, the first invasion for both, then the invasion to their system of perhaps life-saving drugs, then the burning sensation of man's treatment of radiation, all ending, all ending, at the end. The amazing part of the story was the continuation of love that surrounded those sick and those tired of watching the sickness. The rhymes were there, though written with different words in different lines. The chapter on cancer ended, the story went on. The author of life had healed the broken hearts with words of hope and his blessings of love. That inside-out boy was made right by the love of God and his sight was restored so that he might continue his life in God's love. The story is one of love, love for others, love for God, love God had for them all as he continued to heed God's call. God's rhyme is everywhere, in the good, the bad of all we see and do. His rhymes are always there if we are open, not just to what it is he can do, but believing. He will always care. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are watching this, uh, excuse my stupid look there. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> it was like, um, I remember when, do you remember when you wrote this approximately? Well, if it's in the if it's in the last book, it would have been. It's probably the last. Uh, see, I did this online, so it would be uh, two thousand fourteen. Okay. It was just a uh, looking back on life. Yeah. Occasionally, cancer comes to mind. Well, it has uh, reared its ugly head in our family way too often. Four out of five. Yeah. yeah. But well, and and you think back, uh, our grandma Carter. Yeah. She had cancer, which told us oh. she told she had uterine cancer, and then she okay. That's why she yeah. couldn't have kids because. Oh, um, I had not heard that. 
You didn't. No, but I was out of the house. Well, maybe, a lot it maybe it wasn't you, or maybe it was ovarian I mean, cancer. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Mean, but I don't know. One of those two, and I because I remember her telling me in number one that that was why oh, okay. her grandparents didn't have kids. That's why they adopted. Yeah, oh, okay. Because she had to have uh, surgery earlier on, early okay. on in life. No, um, I was unaware of that, but it explains a lot. I learned that was keep learning more and more about life. Yeah. yeah, of our yeah. father and grandparents <laughs> and uh, aunt and aunts <laughs> and uncle. Yeah, it's it's well, and, and we each hear different things at different yeah. points in time. I mean, and it's hard to share everything, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, and it's and does anybody really know what happened to Grandpa Shell? No, I don't have it. No, I don't know. I maybe Paul knows, I, I but. Know. Uh, but that would have been that was uh, you know mom was seven years old so that was a long time ago. Yeah, but, but and, I mean, this this one it I it, this one touched me in a lot of things that you said in here and it's well you know I know it touched you otherwise you wouldn't have written yeah, it. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, through this on. all, yeah, we go on. But through this period was mom and dad, and and when they had cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my faith grew. I my I knew that whatever the result of the cancer was, mm-hmm. that uh, God was there. He was there. He was there. I in my prayers. He was there with mom and dad in spite of everything. Uh, I know that mom was aware of him. Uh, those last number of weeks and uh, it just uh, I, I just I never I never thought okay God how could you do this you know how could you let this happen we live in this world and things happen you know worse things happen to, to people uh, and you wonder how does it happen well, it happens and how are we going to get through it God Yeah, with God, and that was uh, that was my my whole idea there. You know, and I, again, I I look at uh, okay, the boy inside out. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, he was healed. Yeah, he was healed, healed at birth, but he was healed during this time here, during his sickness. I mean, I things I things I learned. Piece I had, yeah. So that was uh, well. Even through your yours and mine, I I grew closer to God during mine, and I and I, I know you did. Well, we talked about it in one of the last couple podcasts about uh, when I read that poem two two ten two. Yeah, you. I I, I left yours in. I took mine out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you You don't know if you noticed that I took my my portion of that out. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's it's. I think back on. On on the feelings of, what you're when you were talking about mom and dad, my feelings were a little different than yours. I wasn't. It didn't draw me towards God. It pushed me away. I shouldn't have let that happen. After it was all over. Maybe I came a little closer, but I stayed away in a, in a sense and I was mad <laughs> I'm sorry I was but I got over that and he knew I had to go through that 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 pain and that that part of my life and because he's just because he was there waiting for me when I came back yeah he was he was and I was very very thankful that when I came back he was he said okay you was open open or welcomed you with open arms absolutely and that was a great day. Yeah. It was. So, I mean, no matter what has happened in our lives and in, and in folks in your lives, what's ever happened, God is still there saying, come on back. I'm here. I'm glad to have you back. Right? The prodigal son. Yeah. It, know, it's fun. Took his inheritance, squandered it. Mm-hmm. Decided life would be better working on his father's farm than living like he was. Yeah. And what did his father do? Welcomed him home with open arms yeah, exactly. and a big meal. Yeah. That's what yeah. God does. 
Yeah, and I was just going to say, when you think about what Jesus went through and what God went through watching that, because I, I, I think about that once in a while, especially after that one prayer, I mean, that one poem, the last poem, not the one just now, the one before it. I think about it and go, what? God is up there seeing this. Not, I don't want to say up there seeing this. How does he not just, and excuse the phrase, let the wrath of God loose on these people who have done this to his son? Because it was because he still loved those people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it comes right back to what you were saying that this whole thing that today is about is love is if it was me or, or maybe even you, I don't know if somebody does that to my son or if I, especially if I had one, mm -hmm. <laughs> I would want to unleash the wrath. <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, again, it goes back to that. His ways aren't our ways. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, thank thank goodness yeah. for that. And thank you Lord for that. Yeah. And, we we will we don't we don't understand uh, the depth no. and the capacity of his love because of what what he's done. Yeah, and the sacrifice of his son, that final sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh huh. We, I mean, and we you know that he knows he knows what's going to happen. He's he's known. You think why create a world knowing that's it's not going to be the world that you created that because man's going to sin and go against you but yes yeah, it's not the world you desired it to be and i i'm just thankful that i know him you yes. son that is what i am thankful for yeah yeah i agree with that so, yeah wow well for uh for us, this has gone a whole full circle for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Next next week, we'll try to be a little more. No, <laughs> this was a good one. I, I enjoyed all of this because it brought out some feelings. And your poetry usually brings out some kinds of feelings. To, for me, it does. And I'm hoping for our listeners that it does, too, and, and for your readers that it does, because isn't that part of what poetry is about is poetry and philosophy makes you want to think right that's the way poetry, i look poetry. at it i would poetry, uh, makes you want to think. poetry and philosophy. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not combining those no two. i'm just thinking i'm just trying not to say the wrong thing about what i think about philosophy so <laughs> just poetry. Oh, that's just, oh, so i'm sorry i brought that up well, folks <laughs> philosophy will make you think but in the wrong ways <laughs> okay because philosophy, Just gonna, comes, I'm gonna, philosophy comes from I'm gonna, man. Yes, I'm going to let that one lie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. Philosophy is from man. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Okay. But, it, it, but, but the poetry that God gave you the ability to put forth and out into the world is, is, is great. And I appreciate that. Let me ask you this, though. And I don't think I have ever asked you this before. Uh-oh. And this isn't a bad one. Okay, okay. It's it's just, just, I don't, okay. It just came to mind now is you've, you've, you've published three books. Yeah. Four, really. Probably almost five. Was it hard for you to say, I've got to get this out in people's hands? Or, I mean, I've got to find a way. Was it, did it come naturally or was it you, were you kind of pushed that no, way? No, it was, uh, it was, uh, I've always wanted to publish the poetry. Mm -hmm. And when it came to the Christian poetry, especially that. And uh, I, I've mentioned before that uh, the first part of God's rhyme was uh, a manuscript called the Jesus Poems, which I had submitted right, yeah. and it was accepted for publishing, but I couldn't afford the cost. Right. Um, but, and that's where I learned, I, I finally learned God's patience. And he'll let us go through those things where there are things that will go on in our lives that you wonder in the end, why did God let that happen? And I look back and I say, 
well, that 40 years was, there was a reason. <laughs> it finally paid off. But no, as I, so as I, I was writing uh, the last part of God's Rhyme, mm -hmm. I, I did have a desire to publish. Uh, I wasn't sure what, how it was going to go. But it, uh, the website, I went to a website that uh, mentioned Christian publishers mm. uh, who would accept manuscripts, you know, or an inquiry. And I got a response from two of them that were interested. Well, the first right. one, the second one came maybe a, too late after the first one. Because the first one, yeah. right, you know, the next day they replied back and said, send us some samples. A certain number of samples, so I sent a so the Christian ones and a couple, uh, one or two non-Christian ones, and a couple of days later I got a phone call from them and they wanted to publish it. That's and cool. uh, what I what I but the whole thing that made me realize that this was something that I could do and should do was that the last poem in God's rhyme. I wrote that, and I heard God say, Tim, you're done. The book is finished. It just gave me the affirmation that, okay, the next thing you need to do is publish. Uh, really? Yeah. Now, the first publisher gave me a price, uh, self-publishing and a uh, price to do it, and I said, I sent him an email back. I said, how long will this price, is it good for? Because I can't afford this right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the next day I get a call back and say um, they cut the price by about 45 percent. Oh, wow. Made it over, I think I made three payments on it. Right. Yeah. So it was, uh, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, it, it, it affirms that you're headed in the right direction. Uh, well, right. It's been an interesting journey because that first publisher went out of business. Yeah. And I got a call from a second publisher, thank goodness. And I mm -hmm. got a call from a third publisher, which made the books more affordable, which is where I am today. So, Right. It's so been an interesting journey. On God's Rhyme, you said the last poem was, last poem of the book, God said you were done. Yeah. Was that brokenhearted? Yep. Okay. It's quite a long poem. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to no, read that today. No, we, we don't even want to talk about what it is about it, but it is... Yeah, it's a long one, but it's. I'm, I'm glad that he, he said that to you. But I'm glad he also gave you that idea. You need to publish. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. It well, really sometimes you know, I mean, sometimes like, you don't you don't hear the voice. It's just the, there's this movement in you that just keeps going that way. That's what I'm finding out with what I'm doing yeah. now. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, besides this podcast, the other part, the editing part that I'm, I'm trying to make a business of. He just keeps pushing. I just keep thinking of ideas. I'm going, this isn't because of me. This is because of somebody else saying, yes, this is. So let's continue on and see where we go. I'm, I'm very happy about that. But that's cool. Well, he is a good guy. Anyway, yes, he is an amazing guy. He, he, he leads us in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Yes. Oh, because there are days I go, all right, well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> And then there are days I go, wow, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, there are those oh. days we learn a lesson. Yes, yes, and I've learned some today. Yeah, well, good. Just, just, just in this podcast. And, folks, I, uh, I hope you did, too. Uh, I'm going to take this short little, little pause to say, folks, you know where all the, the information, where to find us is in the show notes. So if you just scroll, scroll, scroll towards the the bottom of the page you'll see all the show notes and where to get a hold of us and get a hold of tim's books at amazon and and barnes and noble as well as his facebook page and our website which is more his website we've got the videos <laughs> the audios and you want to get a hold of us get a hold of us there folks we uh, we'd love to hear from you if you want leave us our leave us an email on there and maybe we'll uh we'll get back in touch with you with uh, something special you never know you just never know. You never know. You never know. But that's that's my soapbox for this hour. Okay. <laughs> uh, and thank you for uh, for sharing all these today, Tim. I really, really appreciate well, this. Well, I, 
it meant a lot to me today. Thank you. Thank you for your, your comments. I appreciate it. Um, so what do you say we, uh, close in prayer today? I think that's a great idea. All right. Do you want to, or do you want me to? Well, I haven't done it in a long time. Go go ahead, Dave. You you, you do this. You, I like, I like Uh, listening to you pray. (laughs) Well, I, I, I'm enjoying praying. Does my heart good. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Uh, okay, here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer as we today, as we end this podcast today. Tim and I thank you for leading us through our day and into tomorrow. We pray that today has been pleasing to you and honors your glory. We pray for our listeners, our viewers, for their needs, their healing, their salvation, for those who have not yet accepted the grace of of faith, your, of your grace by his faith. Lord, we pray for this world in which we live in. Father, as Christians, lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us to the truth of the days we are living. We pray for the nation of Ukraine today, Lord, and its people, its leaders, and those who have fled the country to find safety, those who are still trying to leave the country, and those who are staying to fight the invading armies, Lord. Keep them safe. May their faith and determination be an example to the world, Lord. Dear Lord, prepare us and our listeners and viewers for the coming week. We pray that this is you we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, Lord, may it be your hand grasped around our hands so we may feel the grasp of your love. We pray this in Jesus' name, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. And remember, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And don't forget, Tim, and all of you out there, we are the king's kids. And you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great week. Thanks for listening and watching. Goodbye, folks. Mm